Well, wrestling uh, on uh, Round Guy Radio is brought to you by the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. But uh, the Wilton Beavers are brought to you by Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. We have uh, Coach Bourne of the Wilton Beavers uh, is with us. Uh, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, Dave. And we've got uh, the voice of God, uh, Bob Coyle, with us uh, uh, from the Columbus Wildcats. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. All right. So we'll just uh, kind of uh, uh, rotate the questions. You ask one, Bob, and then I'll ask one. Uh, and I'm going to let you have the first question. Okay. Um, so uh, where did you guys wrestle at last coach and just how did it go? And um, kind of where are you at on the season right now? Um, our last individual tournament was down in uh, Sedalia, Missouri at uh, the Batty on the Katy Trail. Um and then we had some duels a week ago at uh, BGM Holiday Brawl there in in Brooklyn, Iowa. Uh, both went pretty well on the dual side and individual side. Um, down in the opportunity we had to wrestle down in Missouri. Uh, it was a 48-team tournament down there. Um, all 14 of our boys placed in the top 11, and I think... Uh, I want to say 10 of them were top six anyways as well um, with four champs. And then they, the boys earned the, earned the team title uh, in that tournament down in Missouri. And then, yeah, and then right before break, we headed to Brooklyn for uh, the holiday brawl duels they have over there and uh, went 5-0 and on the night in duels uh, that we wrestled there. Oh, yeah, good, good, good time then. Right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my question is, talk to me about your lightweight wrestlers. Uh, well, if we start at the lightest, this bow started at 106. Uh, we got Liam Adelfinger down there. Uh, and he's he actually spent the first uh, two weeks under concussion protocol and wasn't uh, able to compete right away. Uh, so his actually first term of the year was uh, the big tournament down in Missouri that we went to. And uh, he ended up winning a, a championship down there. And... His, uh, his varsity debut, uh, last year he was behind Mason Shirk at 106 and uh, had some close wrestle-offs and battles with him during the season. And then, obviously, we've been he's been chomping at the bit to step in the lineup and take care of business, and he's done so so far for us. And, you know, looking forward to what he can put together at the end of the season. Um, and then Mason Shirk uh, is at 113 for us, bumping up from 106. He's uh, he finished state runner-up last year. Um, he's had some pretty solid matches uh, here and there, depending on everywhere we're traveling. Uh, lost to a really good kid uh, from Rock Island when we were over at Illinois wrestling there. Uh, just giving us some things to work on and stuff to focus for uh, for February. Um, and then Austin Etzel, and uh, who's returning fourth place finisher for us, had. Uh, had a couple, we'll say, tough losses early on and kind of has found his way uh, back into his natural form of how he wrestles and what he does. Uh, just up a weight class from last year. And then Owen Adelfinger, uh, the older brother to our six-pounder, uh, is up at 126. And uh, he's had some real solid wins to start off his uh, first full-time varsity gig at 126, uh, taking out Brock Morris at Cascade, and then had a real tight battle with uh, Beck Kid from Baxter uh, a week ago Tuesday uh, that he ended up dropping, I don't know, by a point or two, I can't remember, but it was it was a nice fight that 
you know, I know he's he's right there in with uh, some of the best guys there. So there's our lowest four weight classes for you, anyways. Okay, we'll go ahead, Bob. Yeah, so um, just curious, um, how, how did you guys find the tournament down in uh, Missouri, and then what prompted you to go down to that tournament? Uh, we actually ended the season last year, uh, March-ish anyways. I got an email uh, from a guy from Missouri seeing if it would be something we'd be interested in, and then I talked with my admin a little bit, and we reached back down to them. And so it actually was a kind of a couple-month process of, just getting a feel for what kind of tournament it was. Is it the competition we're looking for and something different? Um, and the opportunity that it presented for our wrestlers. Uh, so when they reached out of inquiring if we wanted to come, uh, it's all 1A schools uh, from Kansas, Iowa. Oh, well, we're the only Iowa team. Um, and then Missouri. And then there was supposed to be an Arkansas team that I know wasn't able to make it up for some reason. Um, so just a different look and a different opportunity to – I'll say just kind of let it fly, not think about, not worried about seeds or what's going on, nothing with in-state competition. And, uh, yeah, they had nine of the top ten Missouri teams that were there. And, you know, so I knew we'd run into some some good competitions as we worked our way through the bracket. Okay. Yeah, I was just interested. I um, I knew that you guys were going down there. I just didn't know um, kind of what prompted that. So that Yeah, I, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a neat thing. And, I mean, just for – uh, you know, our boys to get invited to be a part of it and then to experience it and that good test of two-day weigh-ins and traveling and kind of get that feel for state and what you're going to gotta have to do there. So get them in that mentality uh, right away anyway. So that was a, it was a good thing for us. Right. Well, we're talking to Coach Bourne, uh, uh, the number one ranked Wilton Beavers wrestling team. Uh, well, Coach, um, what's the next few brackets of, of weight that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, our 32, uh, our 32, 38, 44, and 50 anyways, uh, we've got a lot of returning, uh, stud young guys there with actually our lone senior in the varsity lineup at 132, Brody Brisker, uh, multiple time, uh, state place winner. He's, uh, really kicked off the season just in a dominant fashion. He's looking really well on the match right now. He finished up, uh, winning the tournament down in Missouri. He beat a returning state champion in the finals down there um, and just looked he's wrestling some of the solid most solid wrestling that I've seen out of him you know to date just fluid and confident and in control uh, he's looking real good there uh, 138 is his younger brother Dee Brisker um, who although only a sophomore he's a returning state place winner uh, with um, I mean lots of talent and ability behind him he's lost a couple tough matches uh, too actually um quality kids but just some simple mistakes things to make sure we figure out and iron out before february but uh definitely looking good for us in the lineup right now and then jordan dusenberry at 144 he's uh, undefeated this far in the season and looking as dominant as he has been in the past uh and comfortable out on the mat not forcing anything and just staying in control uh throughout all of his matches even if uh they're a little tighter than we like in a couple scenarios, but aside from that, he's he's wrestling really well. And then 150 right now is uh, Hayden Hill, and he's a returning state qualifier for us, who's definitely, um, I don't know, he's had a couple matches that didn't go the way we'd like it to. I think uh, 
some conditioning, uh, and not just him, but up and down the lineups, a little extra conditioning is definitely what we need to finish off some of the matches that he's lost a couple that I don't think we're quite quite ready to go that full six if we need to. Um, and hopefully over break here, we're rectifying that. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you guys do coming into the season, you guys have a really good team, and I think most people do that. Did you have to do anything else to your schedule to kind of get – uh, you know, folks on your, on your schedule that you knew you wanted to wrestle, um, you know, try to get those, like you had mentioned earlier, those big matches um, kind of throughout the season so you could kind of be, um, you know, battle-tested, so to speak, when, um, you know, qualifying rounds come around for state duels, individual state, things like that. Uh, yeah, a little bit. And just like you said, Bob, I mean, that's what we're looking for is when we kind of started adjusting some things for the schedule, it's knowing the team that we have and – trying to find some of that competition we would like to see uh, before postseason run and just so we're comfortable in those situations, comfortable in being uncomfortable against, you know, some real good kids and forcing us to work a few things. We didn't, we adjusted obviously a few things, but, uh, and then a couple things were out of our control with, uh, really loved going up to North Butler tournament uh, the third weekend in January, but they had to move their tournament. Um due to whatever they have conference tournament now that weekend or something and that really so we changed up there we go to i-35 that weekend instead of uh up to north butler and which will still provide some great competition for us it was just nice being able to see nashua and Logan magnolia and wapsie valley and some of those teams from up north so we just had to readjust and reevaluate and uh try to get our kids the best opportunities to see what we need to do to peak at the right time. Okay. Well, why don't we go ahead and go through the rest of your wrestlers? Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, <laughs> 157 is now Owen Milder. Um, he's wrestled really solid this season as well. He's uh, fell short of qualifying last year, broke his hands uh, right before uh, postseason last year in practice. And then uh, I think that set us back just a notch and wasn't able to qualify. But, uh, He's got one loss in the year to a kid from Missouri that, I mean, it was a good contested match and, you know, still gave us some things to work on and look forward to. Uh, Jensen Bourne's in at uh, 165 right now. Uh, it's his first good shot at a varsity lineup, and he's been wrestling really well. Uh, kind of he's been between 657 and 65 and and lost a couple tough bouts there, but... He's looking solid. Uh, at 75, we go to uh, Gatlin Rogers, who's a, a returning qualifier for us as well. And he's definitely probably wrestled some of the best matches I've seen him wrestle in the last two years. Just a lot more under control. You can see the maturity come out of him on the mat and being comfortable with what he does and how he needs to do it. Uh, really liking where he's at right at the moment. Uh, Kane Willies, uh, another young guy, sophomore at 190. Um, and he was just shy of making the state tournament last year, but looking, he's getting back to his ways, being comfortable on the mat, a little more confidence this year, um, with every time he shakes hands. And then we've got at the upper weights, we have Frankie Hans, uh, at 215 and Carter Drake Metzger at heavyweight. And actually both of those guys, uh, we recruited pretty heavily from the football field, um, and thanks to the coaching staff on the football team as well on helping uh, push them our direction to fill in the top end of our lineup. And they've been 
they've both only been wrestling for six weeks now, but are eager to learn, been doing really well. Um, both I know are better than 500 right now, almost 7,500 uh, in the win column there. So they're, they're learning, they're working hard, and they're, they're wanting to help our team succeed as much as we can. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, so as you mentioned, that, um, we always try to do as much recruiting as we can, um, you know, from the football team to try to get those guys off of wrestling, and it makes a big difference and helps you get a full lineup, full athletes that can really go out and compete. We've got, I mean, we've got two of them in our lineup right now that are both really, really good football players, and um, you know, maybe had to take a little convincing to go out for wrestling, but I think um, they see the the merit of it. So, um, so what's the uh, what, what's been the game plan over Christmas break? Have you uh, have you brought anybody in to work out with, or have you gone in elsewhere, or you just kind of stay internal? And then um, where do you guys go next? Uh, yeah, no, we try over break. Uh, I like to break it up. You get tired of beating on the same guys all the time, uh, and your partners and everybody else. So we always try to shake it up a little bit, and we do a couple fun things over break too. Well, I call fun. I don't know about our wrestlers, but uh, like yesterday, we actually we we're on the mats all practice but we didn't do any wrestling we did 12 days of christmas which is just a, a workout challenge that we started here a year or two ago um and then today was just us as a team but tomorrow we go up to cedar rapids prairie and we roll around with those guys um and then on friday north scott comes uh down to us and so we get a little different look at uh you know just different practice partners and you always push a little bit harder and a little bit different when um, there's somebody else that's got your teammate in the room. So, yeah, just trying to get us prepared as we look forward to our first competition back next week. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure you've got assistant coaches and volunteers. You know, um, Columbus has uh, this guy, uh, Bob Coyle. Uh, his son, <laughs> Russell, uh, makes the football and the wrestling team great. His daughter makes the softball and the basketball team great. He's got another young kid uh, uh, makes the uh, pretty talented basketball player. Um, uh, how much do you depend on, on guys like Bob over there to sire you some good athletes and then put in eight days a week uh, uh, helping you uh, take kids to tournaments and help out with practice? And Bob does some of the, the voice work for the uh, team and stuff on the, on the football and stuff. Yeah, and as soon as you uh, said Bob Coyle after we started, I put two and two together, and I definitely know his son uh, <laughs> on the wrestling on the wrestling mats. Anyways, uh, uh, heck of a young man there too. But yeah, when you're talking assistant coaches, you know I'm I'm blessed within our program, whether it's our boys or our girls program, and the number of uh, coaches that we have coming into the room to work with our kids and willing to take them wherever we need to. We've got half a dozen coaches on staff that. You know, and they all bring in something different, whether it's, you know, Coach Shirk, who wrestled at Iowa. We got Coach Koss, who was up at Ellsworth. Um, you know, we got Rob Smith, who's uh, been a part of our program for 28-plus years now of the Wilton Wrestling Program and just bringing in that knowledge and expertise there. And, uh, and then Coach Dave Scott, myself, and then, you know, we got three other coaches on the girls' side uh, with Coach Hargrave Lamock and Coach my, my brother, Coach Bourne, and then... Uh, and then Coach Cummings, who where we all have worked together over the last couple of years on just trying to make sure we're doing what's best for our kids and creating those opportunities and being able to take them where they need to be to get the experience and the mat time and, uh, you know, be good at this sport that we love. 
Okay. Well, go ahead, Bob. Where do you guys uh, uh, kick off the new year at? Um, and then kind of what's your January look like for competitions? Uh, yeah, we actually start off with uh, some pretty solid competition going into, we got RBC uh, meet up in, uh, dual meet up in Anamosa with uh, Anamosa, West Branch, and Iowa City Regina, and uh, West Branch, uh, you know, they've they've cracked the, uh, the top 10 team list, and they're, they're looking pretty solid up and down the lineup. I know they got a couple holes in there, but I know they'll be, give us a good test. I believe Anamosa is still undefeated right now in duels as well, uh, and I know they're they're a pretty salty team with a, uh, with a few real quality returning guys they have in the lineup. So, you know, our first duels out the gate will be a uh, pretty good challenge and test for the kids. And then uh, then we head to uh, the Highlands uh, Wrestling Tournament um, that Saturday, and which uh, Columbus is down there, we're there. And so there's a host of other solid teams that, you know, make that a – that's a really good test right out of Christmas break just to see where we're at uh, to start January. Uh, yep, and then and then Marion and I-35 uh, for tournaments, and then finally the RBC, and we're on the postseason already. So January will go pretty quick. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, that, uh, I always tell people that Highland Tournament's one of the best small school tournaments around because I think Albert S. there as well. Um, you, you know, there's a host of uh, yeah. schools there that are really good, and then, you mentioned West Branch. I was going to ask you about them. Um, they've kind of, in the last couple of years, really grown that wrestling program into something pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, they're, I mean, I remember when, you know, when, like Russell was a freshman, they barely had a wrestling team, you know. Yeah. And, and now they've got a, a ranked wrestling team. So I don't know much about them. I just, I've just seen them in the rankings. I know some of their wrestlers, but um, just I was going to ask you specifically about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, I, I know Coach Slocum up there is. Uh, you know, him and his crew have done a great job with uh, the kids they've got going, and I know they're like us and like you guys, you know, trying to pull some of the kids from the football field into the wrestling room too, understanding uh, the benefits of that. And and they're uh, they're definitely putting together a, a quality program right now, and I know uh, they've – I can't remember what weights. I know they're short on just a couple weights right now, and I don't know if that's injuries, illness, sickness, you know, any of that stuff, but – I know they haven't yet in a duel, I don't think, put together 14 kids up and down. But regardless, the kids they do have there, are, you know, they're pretty salty. they got a couple of returning qualifiers, one one returning place winner. And, um, yeah, they're, they've got uh, they're a pretty, pretty solid squad that I know we, we look forward to that test anyways. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we talked about your your uh, players individually, uh, but you're, you're – you know, I don't know if it's still uh, uh, number one rank. Last couple, two, three times I checked, you were. Uh, but tell me about the team. Why is why is the state's voters looking at your team uh, and and finding you guys at the top? Uh, I think it's uh, you know it's obviously based on performance and our uh, on what the results that people are seeing and you know our wrestlers have you know so far risen to the occasion on everywhere we've been to. Uh, sure, we've may lose a match here or there that we think ought to be the other direction. But as a team as a whole, uh, you know, we've really stepped it up. Uh, even at tournaments when when you suffer a loss, it's, you know, that good old 
aisle away of, you know, what's the next best thing and let's go get it and fighting for that. You know, if you're sure you're not going to stand on top of the podium at the end of the day, but getting third adds a lot of team points and winning on the backside puts team points in the category. Uh, and then when it comes to a duel, you know, it's changing that momentum. It's getting the guys to rally around one another and, you know, we might suffer a loss here or there that unexpected or what we weren't uh, anticipating and the boys being able to pick each other back up and the next guy on the mat changing that momentum and swinging in our direction and uh, yeah they've they've battled well they've they you know they've they've earned it now you know we just gotta you know you can put whatever number you want in front of it the end of the season is what what matters so uh, we just got to go prove it and that's what i guess we're trying to do along the way here all right so you mentioned um you know we're talking dual team just a little bit who's kind of the uh, what you guys look at from a coaching staff like your major competition um, when you start looking at like state duels and things like that, I know you know that stuff hasn't happened yet, but um, you know I'm pretty confident that you guys will be at state duels. I'm just curious, like who the major competition is in like in class one A. You know, it's I'm I won't say perplexed. There's just a few teams in there that I've been really impressed with watching from afar, trying to look at results and see what's going on there uh, and where everybody's shaking out at, but. Uh, you know, Don Bosco is their perennial program and, and what they do to stay on top. And so we'll be, you know, fighting through them and with them. And then uh, Albernet, uh, Coach Rush up there has definitely uh, got a good thing going with his program. They're, they're tough. They're scrappy. Uh, you know, I know we barely got by them last year at state duels. Uh, and I know they're, they're hungry to come back at us too this year. And then, uh, you know, aside from ourselves and, you um, you, you start going down, I just don't know where everybody's going to shake out in that four to six, and you've got, you know, you've got some teams up north and out west that we don't get a shot at seeing until, you know, you get close to that time, so it's really it's interesting following them. I mean, uh, with Maquoketa Valley uh, and Hinton and some of those teams that were up there last year that are still, that brought back a lot of kids, are still out there winning tournaments and doing those things, it's just... Um, I guess we'll see who they, who we get sent to, or who gets sent to us come regionals, and we'll kind of, you know, we'll t worry about it one duel at a time when we get there. But yeah, we're there's definitely we're trying to create some opportunities. I know we at least get to see Lisbon when we go to I-35. Uh, they might not be the same dual team they've been in the past, but they've got some real solid kids in their squad, and you know, just like everybody else, I know they don't like to lose, so they'll be uh, coming for us as well. You say Lisbon, it's almost like they don't know how to lose, right? They've won so much. They, it's just yep. one of those things. It's, uh, they're always really good, even if you don't recognize the names there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was, yeah, I was interesting, you know, I don't watch 1A quite as much, but, you know, around here a lot of our teams are 1A, so I, I get to see yeah. quite a few of them. And, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think after January, you know, after the Christmas break, too, you get a better feeling as a coach, don't you, that – like where actually people are going to be on weight too, because yep. you know, like you, you mentioned, I think Owen Milder's been wrestling 65 all you know up until Christmas break, and now you'll be at 57 after the break. You said so. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. I think a lot of teams go through that as well. Yep, you go through and just where you don't know if a kid has actually made scratch somewhere else. They were just making a scratch, but wrestling up a weight, and you know, yeah, by by a week uh, two of January, you kind of have a better idea where most teams and kids are at and kind of where they're going to be, where they've accepted their two pound allowance at and kind of there's that inevitable shift, shuffle and shake up a little bit over break. And 
where you didn't realize that somebody uh, did get a scratch down at a weight class or two, and they could have done it for a duel but never wrestled there, and you go, oh, all right, now that changes the landscape a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, those are things we'll start to look at. And, and you know, I know our, our boys will be ready to go and shake hands with whoever crossed the mat, and we'll get after it. All right, well, uh, I'm just going to ask you one more question, uh, and it's not about your team at all. Uh, In fact, it's about other wrestlers uh, around the state. You know, there's who are some of the wrestlers that we haven't talked about that that, uh, don't play uh, uh, at Wilton uh, that maybe um, we could just mention their names? Uh, And let's start with a a kid named Russell Coyle. Uh, if I remember right, this kid, Russell Coyle, uh, actually beat my heavyweight, uh, last year. Uh, and I don't know if my heavyweight ever got a revenge match with him. Uh, (laughs) but you know, I tell you, you talk about programs that are, uh, looking good and I'm really glad to see, uh, you know, I know, you know, most of the Columbus staff and coach Milder and, uh, the guys down there, but, uh, that Columbus program's, uh, got themselves on the map this year, and they've earned it. And I know they're uh, working their tail off to uh, create those opportunities for their wrestlers too. And so it's, I love seeing the teams around here, and especially Eastern Iowa, uh, have success and find success, and uh, being able to to do it whether we're one A, two A, or three A. So I like seeing everybody on this side of the state come out on top. Okay, we'll go ahead, Bob. Um, I don't know if I have any more questions. I'm, I'm about questioned out. Well, I, I think we may have come to a, a a merciful end, I guess, to this episode. Unless, Coach, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I thought this was pretty great. No, I appreciate you guys putting this together. And, you know, whether it's me or other coaches around the area, I love uh, any opportunity to promote the sport of wrestling and all of our wrestlers and all the hard work that they do because – you know, that's what we do it for, and I love seeing them succeed and all the sport in the background and and giving a little recognition to those kids and what they deserve. Well, thank you so much for being with us. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it.